At the start of this week, uh, the news broke out uh, during the evening that uh, Leash's uh, Charlie Flanagan will not be seeking re-election in the next uh, doll after uh, the next general election, uh, which ultimately is and always was going to be a seismic announcement. Um, currently in Leash, uh, the three sitting TDs are Fianna Fáil's Sean Fleming, uh, Sheen Fain's Brian Stanley and uh, Charlie Flanagan, as we've mentioned. I'm very glad to say that uh, Stephen Miller from Leash today joins us. Stephen, as I just mentioned there, uh, first and foremost, it's uh, worth dwelling on uh, just how um, how sizable an announcement this was and how big a presence Charlie Flanagan has been in the political landscape in Leash and across Ireland over the course uh, of the last generation and more. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Charlie Flanagan has been a TD for in Leash since 1987. I know there was a spell there five years between 2002 and 2007 when he didn't, when he lost a seat in 2002 to Tom Parlin, but regained it sort of emphatically in 2007. So the Flanagan name, both Charlie's name and that of his late dad, the, the, the great Oliver J. Flanagan, have been hanging over Leash politics since 1943. Like you're going back 80 years that there, there has been um, a Flanagan presence in the doll notwithstanding that five-year spell from between 2002 and 2007. I suppose we always knew that he was towards the latter end of his political career. And the question was, was he going to fight one more election or wh- when this time would come? So it didn't come as a massive surprise to me when the news broke on Monday. I know we, I spoke to him about a year and a half ago. He was at an event in Port Leash with Leo Varadkar and I asked him about the next general election and his intentions. And at that time, and I think he reiterated since that he was intending to contest. But until he, I suppose, he had his own mind made up, that was the, the sensible thing to do because, you know, throwing doubt out there would only, you know, muddy the waters in the, in the race to succeed him. Until he was sure he was going to do it in his terms and he had earned that right over the years. Um to, to call it on his time. So he called it on Monday night. It's still a big, big moment um, when, he, when he announced he wouldn't be seeking re-election at the next general election. And it sort of is the official start of the race as to who will replace him. I think there is a Fine Gael seat in leash for his successor. Sure. And it's an opportunity for his successor for a sort of a long and fruitful political career if they, you know, get, getting the nomination, getting the seat is, is a big challenge for the person that comes in. But there has traditionally been a strong enough Fine Gael support in, in Leash, uh, in Leash to, to elect someone to the doll, and that opportunity is there for the next person. So who that's going to be now is is the next thing, and and how Fine Gael go about um, picking that person, and how many they put on the on the ticket for the next general election. Yeah, well, this is the interesting thing. It it, it creates a vacuum, obviously in terms of Charlie Flanagan not being part of the Fine Gael ticket in Leash you would, would imagine Fianna Fáil's Sean Fleming Sinn Féin's Brian Stanley on the strength of their historic presence there and of course their the expected strength of both their parties uh, in the region and in, nationally polling um, that they will uh, have the support to take two of those three seats and in one sense this is a tricky moment for Fine Gael to replace Charlie Flanagan in leash as the constituency changes. Uh, but as you've previewed there, uh, they do have plenty of time to figure out what they're going to do. And I imagine the local elections coming up before the general election uh, will be part of that picture. So um, if you're in the Fine Gael camp and you're looking at this constituency, what do you think the first um, first first bullet point on a plan of action would be? I suppose they probably have to narrow down. They have a, I actually think there's a queue of Fine Gael candidates lining up ready for this particular one. And had this news come on Monday evening that it was Sean Fleming of Fianna Fáil wasn't seeking uh, election at the next general election, 
I don't think there would be the same queue of Fianna Fáil candidates uh, uh, lined up. So, mm. like, I think the first thing would be to size up who is actually interested in it. They have, they have six councillors in Leash County Council. They have a couple of candidates confirmed for the next uh, local elections. I'd say the first thing would be to, to speak to all of those. So, like, Thomasine O'Connell at the moment is probably the highest profile leading candidate uh, to contest the ticket. She contested, she's the only one of the councillors that has previously contested a general election. She contested the general election in 2016 when she got uh, in around four and a half thousand votes, did very well, was never in contention for a seat, but for a first time candidate with no real profile behind her at the time, that that was very, very impressive. Mm. She has since been elected to Leash County Council in the Port Leash area. She worked, she's based in her own solicitor's practice in the town, has served a term as Cahirlock. Um, you know, she ticks so many of the boxes. Uh, if she's interested, I know she... Uh, she has a young family, um, but I do believe that she's ambitious to go to the next level and definitely ticks the boxes in that regard. Uh, Connor Bergen, also a recent Cahirlock of Leash County Council, got elected to Leash County, County, County Council at the last elections. Again, coming from a low profile prior to that, he, he wasn't relatively well known and got a massive vote in the Boris Nostri Mount Melick district. He was only 25 at the time, which was, you know, there is a guy he had worked with, Charlie Flanagan in his constituency office, young, ambitious, also trained to be a solicitor at the moment, um, well got within Fine Gael. He has to be a strong candidate uh, and has expressed an interest in, in going forward when the opportunity would arise. At the other end of the political age spectrum, I suppose, and I don't want Age Action Ireland or anything onto <laughs> us at the moment, would be Willie Aird. Yeah. Um, now, Willie is a councillor in Leash for heading on 40 years now at this stage and is probably un- unfortunate in a political sense that his era coincided with Charlie Flanagan because he would have had the vote-getting power at his peak and in his pomp to have been elected to the Dáil. Very huge vote-getter in the Port Leash area. Also got an urban vote. He's a farmer himself, Willie. Um, And did go for the nomination previously uh, to contest general election, I think in 2007, when Charlie made his political comeback. He would be a candidate... Whether the time has passed for him, uh, Willie would be in his 60s at this stage, whether the, the opportunity for him has passed. But he definitely had the, had the, I suppose, the makings of a TD. He, he, he was parliamentary standard, I think it's fair to say. And uh, whether he would fancy a goal at this stage, he definitely he would have reasonable enough support in the party. Then you're looking at, there, there are two recent councillors, both co-opted, which are Barry Walsh and PJ Kelly. Barry Walsh is um, he's from Ballyroan. He's a quantity surveyor. He replaced Mary Sweeney, a long-serving councillor, when she stepped back. He was co-opted as a councillor. And PJ Kelly, who is based in, in Ballybritis Court with Rath Direction, but would have strong support in Emo, Port Arlington. Um, he was co-opted to replace Tom Mulhall. And then you're looking at John King down in Rath Downey. They're, they're the sitting councillors at the moment. There are also two fairly high-profile candidates confirmed for local elections next year. Vivian Phelan, mm. uh, who is, is Stradbally based, and Paddy Boogie, who is Mount Melick based. Uh, would both, I'd say, have fancied themselves as having a decent chance of winning a seat in the next local elections. Yeah. And that's hanging over it. Like, Thomasina Connell, as I said, ticks all the boxes, but only scraped the seventh seat at the last local elections. And, like, looking at that could potentially, you know, be in a battle to save her seat in the local elections next year, which wouldn't be a, uh, in her favour going forward to a general election. But then you have to look at the ge- geography of the situation the Leash constituency is now back as a three-seater. Ballybritis and Killinard and Port Arlington, which the last time were in Kildare South, are now back in Leash. Uh, and and th- that is 
sort of a hinterland of Thomasina. She went to school in Port Arrington. She'd have strong family connections in Killinard. And Ballybritis is her local area. Well, she went to school in Rat, primary school in Rat, and grew up in Cool Row, which would be a um, very rural part of that part of Leash. Ballybritis would be the local village, which a lot of that was moved into Kildare South Glassing. That's back in Leash. And then she has the base in Port Leash as uh, with, with her practice and obviously where she has her seat at the moment. So there's actually no shortage of candidates. No. And it's who, who, who wishes to sort of put their hand up. I do expect it to be a battle. If there's two seats, look, from Leash Today point of view, and, you know, I'm the owner and editor of LeashToday.ie, we love these political stories. There hasn't been a change of this nature in local politics. We're a dynasty. The Flanagan family were a political dynasty. And there hasn't been a change of this nature in Leash since, I would say, the, the winter of 96, 97, when um, Liam Hyland resigned or retired from, from national politics and the battle for his seat was eventually won by Sean Fleming. Yeah. And... There hasn't been something of that nature since. It's, it's, and, it's and so a, it is a big moment. It's a significant moment, and, as you say there, Stephen. And there's no shortage of candidates, uh, although uh, each of them have their pluses and their minus points. Two questions I want to ask you before we wrap up and uh, we'll try to keep them brief as well, is that um, I think Charlie got around 7,500 first preference votes in 2020. Um, considering Fine Gael's uh, direction of travel in opinion polls nationally and uh, the potential candidates, could they... Would they consider running two candidates uh, for that constituency uh, in, in Leash when the general election comes up in potentially 2025, do you think? From, from an observer's point of view, I absolutely hope so. I hope there's two candidates. Uh, I think that will lead to a better contest uh, at convention level. Possibly. I, I think I think you could see two candidates emerge and then it's a sort of a battle. battle. I, I, I think if Fine Gael put up two candidates, they'll have more than enough for one quota and, and whichever one of them gets out in front, yeah. will get elected. The other, the other will get them over the line. The battle would be internal in that regard and it'd be a huge moment. Yeah, I think I, I would love to see two candidates from an observer's point of yeah. view, and whether that, that's up to Fine Gael. They haven't a huge history of going with two candidates in Leach. No. Cena Connell went in 2016. John Moran went in 2011. And I think prior to that, Charlie Flanagan didn't have a running mate in Leash. It to go back to 1987 when Charlie MacDonald was there. So they don't have a huge history of running mates in Leash. They're not like Fianna Fáil in that regard. So that remains to be seen. We'll have to wait and see. Finally then, um, whatever the decision is, it's a big one from Leo Vracker's perspective. Uh, it, since general election 2020, uh, there's been nine relatively big names that have um, yeah, departed the party and, and, and seats are going to have to be replaced and, and fairly big ones with the likes of Richard Bruton also uh, going. Uh, so his decision in Leash uh, will be under the microscope nationally as well. Absolutely. With, with, with such a change and with such a departure of experience, whoever actually wins that seat in Leash could be in a good position, position on a national level to sort of make a name for themselves. Look, if Fine Gael remain in power, they've been in government now since 2011. There possibly will be a change at the next time. But the next Leash TD is likely to be a younger person. Being in opposition maybe for four or five years wouldn't be the worst thing for their political career. Uh, and there could be opportunities further down. It's a huge, it's a huge moment um, for the person who gets the seat in Leash. And I would say they will have a bright future within Fine Gael at government level maybe not immediately but there, there will be the opportunity for them down the line so definitely Leo Vrector and the powers that be in Fine Gael head office will be you know be, it's it's significant they'll be keeping a very close eye on it this isn't it's they know now that it's not going to be Charlie Flanagan coming back to the doll for them so it's a different set of circumstances a different context so the person that comes in 
will be will be in a good position going forward. Absolutely. The political war room is going to be a busy old place over the next 12 to 18 months and uh, Leash today and Stephen Miller very much on top of it across the Amore County. Stephen, thanks for talking to us this morning. Thank, thank you.